Hello there, this is Obi-Wan Kenobi. Welcome to the Sith West. And here we go. We would be honored if you would join us. Once more, the Sith will rule the galaxy. I know this is hard for you, but winter is coming. I can bring you in warm, or I can bring you in cold. You clearly don't know who you're talking to, so let me clue you in. I am the danger. Avengers! Assemble. I am a Jedi, like my father before me. Who is scruffy looking? Less. I wanna buckle up, baby. Close. Smash you. King Tom. Hey guys, you ever see that really old movie, Empire Strikes Back? And of course, Randy. Change? Yeah. Big change. You got your weekend geek covered. And you? You're on the set list. Welcome, welcome, gobble gobble. It's episode number 329. Of the Sith list. I am one of your turkeys, Siraj Lachai, and my rest of my turkeys, Mr. Carlos Boo. Arguello. The man who is sitting across from me. You might see that his background's different. This is like old school Sith list where we used to be in a laundry room. Remember those days, Les? Yes. Les Gonzalez, what's up? Yeah, what's up? In the flesh, because we're going out. We have a tradition. We have a thing called tour de brew there we go out the night before thanksgiving and uh to kind of do like a pub crawl kind of thing and i don't think it's going on this year but me and les and uh, our buddy daniel are gonna like push it through we're gonna do our thing keepers of the flame that's right keepers. daughters of ferrix <laughs> hashtag say ferrix speaking of hashtag say ferrix man who bought one of those shirts king tom chansky what's up buddy i don't have it yet araj i ordered it like friday Where, where's my shirt Hey man, I, I just produce the ideas. I don't manufacture them. Hey, we I, I came up with that idea, and with a whim, we've sold like six of them so far, which is pretty cool, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. T Public, we made like six dollars, which is great. Yeah, the way they spread their money out over there, T Public. But well, well, you know what? We'll probably get it taken down, just like Ferris Bueller. Matthew Broderick will say, "No, sorry, can't do it." <laughs> or the band, or the band, yeah, or the band. It's true, or the band. Randy, what is up, buddy? What's going on, guys? Happy Thanksgiving. Happy Thanksgiving. And Eric Struthers, my main man, what is up? And Eric Struthers is muted. Sorry. (laughs) That's okay, buddy. I I muted it whenever we were like, is this booze mic making this noise? Maybe it's me. Mute, mute. I said, dude, I love this holiday. Thanksgiving is my favorite. And uh, I'm already stoked. Yeah, boo, this is your favorite holiday, too, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah, see, I'm not a big... Gobble, gobble, dude. I'm not a big Thanksgiving. I like what it's about, like, getting with family. But, like, the food, you know, whatever. You know, it's not that great of a thing. You know, I wasn't that big of a Christmas guy until I met your sister, Boo. And now I have my Christmas tree up already. I listen to Christmas music in the house. That's crazy. (laughs) My favorite holiday, though, is um, Halloween still. What are, you, what, are you, what are you laughing, Randy? Sorry, there's something about how that was said that just sounded very like. A, uh, oh, I'm not I wasn't guy. a Christmas guy till I met your sister. <laughs> oh no, I didn't mean it that way. And this year Christmas came early. 
She showed me the true meaning of Christmas. Oh. You know what I mean? Ah, oh, boo, don't take this. Don't take this. I meant she's very... Uh, don't get snippy or jo- Clap, clap, clap. You know what, guys? You know, I did um, have a situation. Uh, this... Okay, guys. Okay, that's how they feel right now, by the way. Still? No, actually, today's been the best day. Today's been the best week. Day. No, not yet. I wish it was a week because seven days is where I can lift things more than 10 pounds. Um, I can, um, yeah, hopefully not have pain. So I went and I got it done. And the guy, all he wanted to do is talk about the Sith list and uh, our podcast on YouTube because I was wearing a Sith list shirt. And he asked me if I could take a picture with him and do a review of were what you, he did. Pants on or off at this when he was taking the picture? Oh, off. Oh, pants oh. are on. Pants are on. Mm. Pants are on. This was at the very end. Uh, uh, you can lift things more than 10 pounds with the... <laughs> yes, thank you, King Tom. Jansky. Um, yeah, so that was... Uh, this was a crazy, crazy process. If anybody has any questions or they're thinking about doing it, give me a call. Um, there's a lot of things going on. Um, I will tell you, it's definitely not painless. And they do shove a needle up your scrotum, which is, uh, you know, not... Not great. It's the same needle that they use for your um, gums uh, for at a dentist's office. You know those ones? Not the same exact needle. That'd be really weird. Um, Thank you. Yeah, King Tom. Uh, but uh, yeah, did that. Little little twerking and moving things around down there. Not good. But let me tell you what the worst part of the whole thing was. The worst part is like you're numb, but you can still, you know what's going on. You feel you know all the, t- I, the tugging. The tugging and the snippity-snapping. Uh, yeah. And you know when you, you hear somebody get hit in the balls or you see somebody get hit in the balls, you're like, oh! Like you have that reaction. as it like a, You know how bad it feels? So the entire time I'm thinking about what he's doing. And uh, yeah, it was awful. Awful, awful. But the procedure, 10 minutes. That's it. So... So it's, I mean, it, I was going to say it's worth it. I mean, if you, I don't know. Try if you have time. Yeah. I drove there myself, drove back myself. I had, mm. I had, I took a cooler with ice packs. So when I got in the car, I shoved a bunch of ice up down my, you know, pants. Um, he appreciated I the do way. I that anyway. Do you? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Summertime. Yeah. Yeah. Just, you know, the ice pack right. it up. So, yes. So now I have two more days and I should be pain free. Today's been the best day. And the rest of the week has just felt like this dull blue balls kind of feeling. Oh, dull. Dull. I thought you, I thought you said dull. <laughs> no, like a dull, like a dull, like pain that's yeah. just there. Right. Very sensitive. And you can't move them around at all. Cause if you move them around at all, it feels like somebody's just punching you in the balls. Um, so yeah. I hope I'm selling it really well for everybody that wants to get it done. Really, really looking forward to it. Have you ever had a fever where you get that same kind of pain? In my balls? Yeah. No. Oh, shit. Then you're missing out. (laughs) 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 I've never had a fever that my balls hurt. Yep. That's a thing. Oh, okay. Wow. Wow. All right. Don't even want to know. Yeah. 
Did I ever tell you the story about whenever I was in high school and I had to go to the doctor and he did a hernia exam on me because I had a hernia? No. And uh, so I am standing up, right? And he does the thing where he jams his fingers up in there and tells you to cough. And w- the way that works is your femoral arteries right there. Right. Well, apparently he held it closed by accident while he's poking around up there. And he is sitting on this rolling stool. And he so he gets done and he kicks off to go across the room and write this thing. And about then is when, like, I started to black out. It was just like on The Simpsons when they're talking to Santa's little helper and you hear it from his perspective. It's like, (laughs) suddenly everything starts caving in and I start to fall and I grab a hold of the table and he realizes what happens and shoves back over there and grabs me. And he's holding me like around the waist and my junk is right in his face and i just know a nurse is gonna open the door <laughs> right there and i'm like hold me dr jennings oh, oh my, my god, god dude it was such a scene oh that's awful yeah <laughs> luckily my insurance paid for it yeah, <laughs> yeah dude. my insurance paid for this too thank god oh okay i think we should uh how's everybody doing man you guys know how i'm doing boo how you doing better than you so yeah i'm, I'm doing good yeah. yeah, I think all you guys are better than me, actually, right now. That's for sure. Um, Randy, how you doing? Yeah, my balls are great, man. <laughs> Everybody else balls King Tom? Everything's still hooked up. Good, good. Les? Yeah, we're all... No, no, let me see him. Systems go. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> let me see him. Which is so unfortunate. Let me tell you why. Because Brittany, downtown Brittany Brown, hits me up on the night that I got my surgery... And says, I have an extra ticket and a great ticket for Elton John at Dodger Stadium. And I was like, I can't do it, man. I'm icing my balls every 20 minutes. I can't sit, you know, more than, you know, a half hour. I got to get up and move around. It was like the worst yeah. timing in the world, dude. So I appreciate Brittany for sending. I would, I would have drove down there to Dodger Stadium and, and, and watched that. I heard it was phenomenal. <laughs> Darn it. Boo's like, wait a minute. I didn't get asked to go. It's <laughs> like what the hell? Somebody else asked me to go. Actually, oh really? Yeah, yeah. Uh, a best friend of mine, he had an extra ticket. He had an extra ticket. He told me about it probably a month ago. Completely forgot about it. Sunday morning, Sunday morning, I'm laying on the couch. You know, Brittany had already left to go see Elton John. I'm laying on the couch watching football. I was about about to take a nap. Calls me. He's like, "Hey man, you still want that ticket, to Elton John?" I was like, half awake. I'm like. Yeah, sure. He's like, all right, we're going to get to the parking lot at like 6. I was like, all right, cool. I'll leave around 3. Took me almost three hours to get from San Diego to Dodger Stadium. Not yeah. a fun trip. but Oh, you went? How was I it? I went. It was amazing. Incredible. I heard. Awesome I heard it was time. Really cool. um, sounded great. Elton looked great. You know, he was having a blast. Um, I was afraid because sometimes the the stadium, especially like old ballparks yeah. and stuff like that, the sound doesn't sound that great. Right, right. But they had speakers yeah, everywhere. Yeah, surround sound. Yeah, yeah. They, yeah. Uh, I've been to Dodger Stadium, of course. You know, childhood mm-hmm. has been spent there, so I've I've seen the changes. They've really upgraded their speaker system over the years, and it seems like they're they brought in the same ones but like more of them and like spread them out so everybody could hear it it was great yeah that's really elton's awesome that's elton's time. crew bro that does yeah that, most that, of the time most of the time at big shows like that yeah. it's all stuff they carry oh uh, mm-hmm. okay well 
kudos to him. You know how we saw McCartney, McCartney at SoFi? He had those massive speakers mm-hmm. pointing at us, and we had like the worst seats in history. Yeah. But, but we had the best sound in history. So, yeah, they bring in their crew, and, and they do oh, that. That's okay, cool. Yeah. I'm so glad. They do uh, Goodbye Yellow Brick Road. Oh, yeah. Oh, oh yeah. That's awesome. Yeah, that's a, that's it, a, all, the, all the hits. It's a jammer. All of them. It was, yeah, it was a great time. Just, you know, you just... You, you, you're not sitting still. You're not standing still the whole time. You're just having a blast. Right. So, yeah. Yeah. Great time. Good. I'm glad you went. That's cool, man. That's cool. Yeah. I'm really bummed out. Now, every <laughs> time I think of Elton, I'm going to think about my balls, which is, you know, it's not cool. That's not cool. No, cool. not cool at all. And I love Elton. All right. Everybody else good? Any stories? Anybody else see any concerts or anything or go anywhere or? No, everybody's good. This was, uh, you know, we have our Thanksgiving Eve service at church. It's like a big tradition, man. It was a banger. It was a good time. Hmm. Um, I, I, we, I like playing guitar, and I've sort of fallen back in love with it, which oh, is pretty cool. So that was cool. nice, man. Maybe because it's not a job anymore. I you. think that's it. I, I do. I think that's it. I don't begrudge it, <laughs> as dumb yeah. as that sounds. Like, yeah. I had a band that split up that we were like pursuing a record deal and the whole bit. And I ended up not playing guitar for like six months. Cause I was mad at music in general for mm-hmm. wrecking my life. Right. I could have had a, could have stayed at my good job where I made lots of money. I hate you music. How dare you? God, I'm sure that's happened to so many people. Too. Oh yeah. Oh, Can you imagine? God. Oh God. That's crazy. Uh, but speaking of that, I, I watched the uh, rock and roll hall of fame. I text Randy and, uh, and Eric, I think when I was watching it, uh, what if you have a chance? I know we talked about it sporadically through the year when they announced the nominees. But if you have a chance to watch it on HBO Max, this is really well done. Uh, Robert Downey Jr. opens up the whole thing with with inducting Duran Duran, and he, he tells uh, his story about Duran Duran. You know, you know, you're rolling deep when Duran Duran plays your fiftieth birthday and does a, like an eight song set for you. Dang, <laughs> I know, right? That was pretty pretty crazy, but uh, it, I I didn't finish it. I got all the way to Lionel Richie, but uh, they did Jimmy Jam and Terry Lewis, and Janet Jackson came out and inducted them. Uh, they did Lionel Richie and Lenny Kravitz did him, and then um, Pat Benatar. Uh, man, you just forget the bangers Pat Benatar has, mm-hmm. man. And what a voice! That was Pat Benatar mm-hmm. and his husband and her husband Neil Gerardo. Um, I think it's Gerardo, right, Eric? Uh, Yes. Gerard. No, I think Gerard, Neil Gerard. No, it's uh, Gerardo. Gerardo. Yeah. Uh, you know, he is the one who played the guitar solo on Jesse's Girl by Rick Springfield. Oh, I did oh, not really? know that. Oh, yeah. okay. I huh. know someone else. It's, it's, yeah, he is. He's really good, man. He's It's Neil Geraldo. Ger- he's, Geraldo. He yeah. has played on so many recordings. He was a studio musician. Yeah, he talked yeah. about that. That's yeah. how he ended up playing on that Rick Springfield record. That's an yeah. iconic guitar solo, and it's actually quite hard. Yeah, I. Uh, it was cool because David um, uh, Grohl came out and did uh, "Easy Like Sunday Morning" with Lionel Richie, which was odd, but it <laughs> worked, and it was cool. Yeah, so I, I didn't get to Eminem, and I didn't get to some of the. I saw Priest, Judas Priest, man, they came out rocking like they always did, and I didn't see Dolly Parton, so I haven't finished it yet, but. Uh, yeah, I can't wait to finish it. It's uh, definitely check it out if you like music. It's pretty cool. It's pretty cool. But uh, other than that, uh, go ahead, Eric. Oh, nothing. I was just going to ask Randy. Did you see that thing I sent you? It was about somebody making Edgar Allan Poe 
thing out of oh, yes. the, the lyrics of Dolly Parton songs. And the one that right. came back with I'm Jolene, that was that was so good, man. I had to read it a couple times at first. I was like, what the hell? I think I was sleeping when I first read it. My brain wasn't ready. But yeah, it was pretty good. Right. Cool. Two are you are, interpretations? Are you guys hearing his his voice? Yeah, from, it's like real mm-hmm. warbly. So like driver voice is or something. Yeah. yeah. It's like Oh, it's probably a gate. Or something. Yeah. Huh? It's, it's like Max Hedrum. <laughs> and here we go. Box office news. Here's Johnny. I know it was you, Fred. Poor, poor Fredo. You know, great actor. You know, I think he has a record. I think the actor that play portrays Fredo, I think he's been in four movies and he's been nominated for four Academy Awards. And that was and he and he stopped making movies. <laughs> it's some crazy stat like that. It's crazy. Weekend box office guys. Wakanda Forever wins again. To no one's surprise, the Marvel sequel easily dominated the box office in the lead up to Thanksgiving weekend, and it looks to outgross Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness. So it did very, very well. It made $67 million, and it's hitting $300 million probably as we speak. So that did really well. The Menu, which is a ripoff of Ryan Johnson's, uh, looks like, in a way of, uh, you know, uh, uh, what's the movie? Knives Out. Thank you. Last Jedi? Yes, Last Jedi. I was thinking of Last Jedi. (laughs) Uh, And then Black Adam, which I saw the first 45 minutes of on HBO Max. Not HBO Max or something I'm not really paying for. Uh, Ticket to Paradise is still up there. And and She Said, which I've heard She Said is phenomenal. It's about uh, bringing down Harvey Weinstein and the New York Times reporters. And they're saying that... It's definitely very, very Oscar-worthy, and there's a big buzz about it. So I definitely want to see that. Uh, I know that uh, it looks like uh, Spielberg's film, The Fableman. Uh, that is coming out this week, I believe, and that's getting just rave reviews. It's pretty much about him and his life. But I will say Black Adam, boo, unless... I will say this. Mm. Not the worst thing I've seen. See? Told you. Um, I don't think it's the worst movie in history. Mm-mm. It was just, but there, it was hardly what I've seen so far, the 45 minutes. And then I looked, I was like, oh, I only have another hour. I have another hour and a half or something. It's like two hours and like 20 minutes. So I, I don't know how that's going to work out. But I, I think I'm a little biased because Sarah Shahi's in it. And I'm a big oh. fan of Sarah Shahi. Yes. And she's, uh, you know, her last name is. Uh, it's exactly like my last name, but with a Q. She just cut it to Shahi. It's, yeah, I don't know. Cole at Shahi, I think it is. She's phenomenal. Um, of course. And she was great in it. And uh, But it, yeah, it wasn't great. Special effects were kind of cool. And The Rock just swapped. It seems like The Rock just wants to kill people, dude. That's it. It's Pretty like, much. I'm going to kill everybody. I'm going to mess with everybody. I'm going to kill everybody. Um, so I'm going to finish it, though. I will. Good. Um, and you I think also, you'll be able to finish it in one sitting, or is it going to take you a couple? No, definitely a couple. Yeah, definitely a couple. It's probably like four. Um, I, if, I, if I paid for it and I saw it in a movie theater, I'd probably be pretty pissed. Um, but but that's, really? that, was, that was my take. Yeah, I was just like, this, what the fuck is this? this is, it, wasn't, it didn't feel like a DC movie. You know what the best no. part is? Mm. 
you've been talking a very long time mm. about Black Adam, the 45 minutes that you watched. So. Shit. I'm just trying to keep up with you two. Uh, you guys <laughs> took, took over a whole episode, you, man. you keep finding something was, uh, to say about the movie. I'm just trying to see, you know, you, 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 you sold it so well, you know. You sold it so well. All right. Let's, uh, anybody watch anything else? So this the thing about Black saw, Adam. <laughs> <kill you>. <laughs> <laughs> I, can th- I can throw a Thor's hammer. Mjolnir right now. <laughs> I saw a glass onion today. Oh, oh how nice. was it? It was really, really good. It's a it's a lot different movie from Knives Out in terms of story and structure, which was was really nice because you know a lot of times like detective mystery series they all kind of have the same formula. This did not. Um, it it was very entertaining. The cast was great. Janelle. Monet was amazing. And um, you could tell Ryan Johnson is really paying attention to current events. Oh. Well, yeah. Yeah, that's cool. Mm -hmm. We got some Ryan Johnson news in the Star Wars section, too, I think. A little bit. Well, I'm glad. I'm glad it was great. How was the theater was pretty packed? Um, I'd say, I mean, we went at noon, which was the first showing. and it's only, you know, it's, I think it's like a certain number. It's a limited run just for this week. Yeah. And I'd say it, it may be about half full. Okay. So not, not bad, bad for that time of day. No, not bad at all. Great. Well, good. I hope he does well. I hope so, fan. too. And I think it's, fan. it's Ryan if Johnson. you can't see it this week, it's coming out on Netflix December 23rd. We don't talk about Netflix on here anymore, buddy. Okay. Netflix is dead. Yes, yeah, they're dead. The company's gone. If you bought stock well, in Netflix, people not having a Netflix. Yeah, or microphones that work. They. Um, yes. oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry, sorry Randy. It's, it's fucked up. It's, it's still messing around. It's just gone. <laughs> <laughs> it's just gone. Oh, Lord. Amanda yeah. And I, yeah. Amanda and I have been watching Scrubs, and Ooh. we hit the final season. Woof! Is that? Oh, it's no, it's not good. Yeah, is oh. that one when they jump to another network or something? Yeah, actually, I think they did the season before, maybe, but okay. but maybe not. But a time has passed. They somehow work at a med school, which is also still the hospital, and like the characters, JD and. Elliot weren't on together until like the last couple of episodes. I just thought, is were they some contractual thing where Sarah Sarah Chalk's like, no, not being uh, the actress who played Carla, not there. And it like basically, here's what happens with sitcoms like that. It's what happened with Friends. Is what happens is the quirks of the characters become the only attribute of the character by the end. Yeah. They take it up and they turn it up to a million and everything about it, like the depth of their personality is gone and it's just right. the squirreliness and just and it was a shame because man, that show is really good. But yeah. You know, they did that with friends as well. Uh if you watched Friends, they did that with uh, uh David Schwimmer's character, Ross. Yeah. He became this like whiny mm-hmm. like you know. It was weird. It's well, and Monica weird. became Monica nothing too. but neurotic. Yes, constantly, and yeah. and it's like that's what I'm saying is they take like the 
the quirk of the character and it becomes literally the only focus of the character. And that's what they did with that last season of Scrubs, man. Uh, Zach Braff was almost intolerable in it. And like, I couldn't imagine having to work with somebody like that. And I don't mean Zach Braff. I mean, in the, in a work setting of having somebody like the way he was playing JD. Right. Right. And that it was just, and there was no fire left in it. Like he's with Sarah Chalk who looks amazing and she's, you know, pregnant. They're having a baby, and like, there's no chemistry between them. It's really uh, awkward, like watching them kiss and stuff. I finished uh, the patient, the one on Hulu. I finished it last night. I was not happy at the last episode, man. I was like pissed. I was upset. I got to that level last where I was like, I'm done with this. But it was already it's a limited show, so don't worry. <laughs> everybody's done with it. But it wasn't like it was done bad. It was just, I wasn't happy with the outcome of the ending of the show. That's it. Everything else was just stellar on the show. And, and uh, yeah, I wasn't happy about that. How do you find the Hulu app? <sighs> How do I find it? I mean, yeah, it's like, to me, it's the clunkiest streaming app there is. Oh, oh, oh. Crashing constantly. Yeah, it's awful. Yeah. It's awful. And, like, little things. there, And I've had it happen on several shows and several episodes where you're watching it and suddenly the countdown for next episode pops up while you still got five minutes left and if you don't have the remote control closed you're like balls and you're trying to get it and cancel it from making the jump and it'll do the thing where like it grays the screen because it yeah it is yeah yeah you're right i don't like i don't like to do a lot the um the disney plus just begin to let you continue where you left off like or continue watching or they have, have they always had continue watching? They've, They've had, had that. that. What oh, they okay. don't have, it, like, reliably is start from the beginning. Mm. Oh, you know what? They Not reliably. They do, though. If you, if you click below, like, if you put your arrow down uh-huh. and, and you press the, the left oh, button. Oh, no, no, right. Restart. I mean, before you start it back up. Oh, it's like oh you get, yeah. That's the it's worst. It's like, oh, because yeah. you know for sure that you need to start it over. Yeah. And you get yeah. there and you can't. You have to yes. actually hit play, wait for it that's to go. Right. And then, and it's like, come on. I tell you what, they need a new CEO over there. <laughs> yeah, I know. They, they should do. Just for that. They should do. They should get the next Netflix guy. He's, he's really good. <laughs> um, guys, I think, anybody else watch anything at all? No? Yeah, yeah uh, Brady and I binged the, uh, the Crown. Oh, the new season. Yes. Yeah, the, uh, was it season five, season four? Yeah. I saw that pop up. Um, Very good. Very good. Uh, I think in past seasons, they've relied on events happening outside of the royal family to kind of push the show. I think this season, they relied on the royal family to push the show. Nothing really awful happens necessarily you know there's no you know prime minister doesn't die or anything like that or there's no disaster necessarily in in uh in great britain that kind of thing the disaster is the family and it's <laughs> right. and it's very interesting to see the acting's great all the new characters are fantastic um i think towards the end maybe the, like the last four episodes kind of starts to flounder a little bit kind of lose its way where they really don't have that much juice left as far as things happening but right. it's still very good i highly recommend it one of the best shows on 
on on TV or streaming right now. Uh, any season you pick, it's it's they're all very engaging, very interesting. So yeah, so it, it was good. Uh, probably not my favorite season, but some of the some of the acting and and some of the dialogue is pretty superb. So yeah, so I I, I recommend it. And Matt Smith's in the first two seasons, correct? Is it the first two or first? I think he's in the first one. First season. I, I think Got it's it. a different different person every time. Yeah. Okay. Or a different gotcha. actor or actress every time. Yeah, I, I watched the first three episodes, four episodes. I, I thought it was amazing, and yeah, I just didn't continue. Yeah. I don't know why. It's weird. Is that jarring? So Amanda really likes that show, mm-hmm. and you know it's different actors playing the same characters because of the time progression. And this season, she's just not been into it, which is surprising because she's one that like once she likes something, she's all in pretty mm-hmm. much regardless. I don't think she's watched much more than the first couple. Huh. Would it, any specific gripes or anything like that? Uh, just that I think part of it is, is what you said, that it just doesn't seem as interesting because mm-hmm. there's not you know, a lot of world drama going on. Yeah, right. But, yeah. She really likes Dead to me. I, I, I am uh, halfway through the last season. I've been watching Dead to me since it first came out back in the day. Phenomenal. I've I think I've talked about it on the podcast, on on the show. Probably. Really good show. Really good show. And Christina Applegate is going through a lot of horrible health situations. She has MS, mm-hmm. and um, and you, I mean, and I've read interviews with her saying that it was such a such a hard thing to do, but she wanted to finish this thing out. And some people had to hold her legs. Um, below the frame just for her to stand up and act some scenes but she was but she wanted to finish yeah awful and selma blair has ms and they were both in a film together um with uh cameron diaz i forgot what what girls like or what girls want or something oh what was that it was a hilarious movie it was it's the sweetest thing the sweetest thing that is a great movie great movie really funny it's hilarious yeah, so unfortunate. Both of them are going that through this. That sucks. Yeah, awful. Horrible. I've, I've got a couple of friends with MS, and one of the uh, things about it is you don't know how today is going to be. Right. Or exactly how, right. and then you know, you're like, I feel great today. I'm really going to try to get some crap done. And then you push yourself a little too far. and Yeah, you lose functions of your, your yeah. motor skills completely mm-hmm. from one day to another, one moment to another. It's crazy. All right, cool. Let everybody uh, else, nobody else. Les, you watch anything? No? No. All right. Sorry, guys. Hey, it's all right, man. You don't need to watch something. As long as you watch the big one. Greetings. This is Grand Admiral Thrawn aboard the ISS Chimera. You are currently listening to the Sith List. I know a great deal about you because of this artistic choice. May warrior's fortune smile upon your efforts. Well, the big news is the season finale of Andor. But I don't want to jump straight into that because we are going to end up talking about it forever. So we'll jump into the other things first. And to me, the shocking news, I was very surprised by this, was suddenly Bob Iger's back as CEO of Disney. And uh, I saw an article, was it Wall Street Journal, that... I don't know. I had some things to say that uh, Iger had been publicly crapping on. What's what's the guy's last name? How do you pronounce it? Chapek. 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 Chapass. 
but he just about like how he was running the ruin and the soul of the company and certain things that he was trying to do and the moves he was making. And apparently like Disney plus is struggling and so on and so on and so on. But what do you think this means ultimately? How, what effect are you going to, do you think we'll see as consumers of everything they do pretty much that we like? So true. What do you think? I mean, is this a good move? Is this, Hey, listen, during, during Bob Iger's run, we got the uh, the Star Wars franchise, correct? Yes. Mm-hmm. We got the Marvel franchise, correct? Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, the acquisition of Fox, correct? Mm-hmm. So he's done nothing but make me happy. There's there's a theme park that <laughs> the has... true CEO. Yeah, dude. Like, <laughs> like, there's a theme park that has a section called the Galaxy's Edge. I think he was behind that, and he approved that. Um, what's that? I said... He made it with his own hands. Yeah, he actually did make it with his own hands, and I appreciate that. He's he's that kind of guy. So I have uh, no problems with this. Uh, I know the other guy got in a bunch of controversy uh, over all kinds of stuff with the LGBTQ community and things that he didn't say, which he should have said, and and things that he did when it was way too late. Um, so we haven't had a Star Wars movie in a long time. Is he the one? The rumors are that he was the one that kind of kiboshed things. I don't know if that's true. But I know Bob Iger, when he was there, we all seemed to uh, enjoy pop culture a lot. <laughs> so I got no problems with it. Yeah. Yeah. I, it, it caught me off guard. But I mean, caught I mean, it's off guard, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. I'm sure he'll land on his feet, man. It's, yeah. Those well, guys pay out. Those guys make more money in a year than we're going to make in our lives. It's kind of hard to fathom. Oh, yeah, it's crazy. But, uh, uh, so uh, in THR, Ryan Johnson, you know, obviously he's got a lot going on with Glass Onion and all that. But uh, he said he wouldn't mind doing Star Wars anything. If his return to Star Wars was on TV, then so be it. And uh, that's pretty cool, man. I love Ryan Johnson. I love The Last Jedi. And he said that making that movie was the best experience in his life. So cool. Yeah. Uh, now, but I do miss Star Wars movies in the theater. Mm-hmm. And when I started thinking about that, the reality is, yeah, there hasn't been one in forever. Uh, that's a bummer. It's like, I went to see Rogue One. <laughs> I saw it th- three times in a row on opening night, two times. One, I can't remember. And how much fun that was to go in and see these movies in this big, super loud, super big format. Watching movies at home is so convenient. Mm-hmm. But, God, I mean, my kids are pain in the ass. And then it's like, <laughs> oh, well, Amanda's like, can you pause this so I can <laughs> go do whatever? And it's, <sighs> it, so, yeah, I don't. I wish that we had Star Wars movies back in the theater. Hopefully that'll happen sooner rather than later. Yeah. Okay. But yeah. I wonder what Ryan Johnson would make. Like, what would his... Murder What mystery. would the show be? Yeah. That's <laughs> that say. would be kind of cool. Yeah. Well, you know what, man? After Andor, it seems like anything is possible. Right. Mm-hmm. That show ruled so hard. <laughs> It did. But before we get into that, sorry. One of the things, let's go back to this uh, Bob Iger deal. I don't remember who it was, but they tweeted out that a source had told them 
that Bob Chapek, that they, Disney was unhappy with him. And it turns out he was right. And then he says, and he also told me that Disney's unhappy with somebody else, and I'll let you guess who that is. <laughs> Kathleen Kennedy is who he's talking about, Avi. And so it's like, now we're looking at, oh, it's all the cycle's going to start up again about how Kathleen Kennedy sucks and Disney hates her and they're going to fire her and me. And then I saw something today that uh, apparently their plan is to, she won't be, the uh over lucasfilm after indy 5 comes out yeah i saw that too. that's the plan for the exit for her now listen kathleen kennedy she's been working forever at some point i would want to retire i don't know that her not being like when that day comes i can't imagine it would be because they don't like what's happened under her tenure at lucasfilm i just don't I don't understand that. I feel like, as a general rule, they're pretty happy with how things have gone. But yeah, I, I was going to say, sorry. The, um, the, I saw a name, like, Monday after the Iger thing broke. He's like, oh, this is great news for Kathleen Kennedy and Lucasfilm because Iger's going to want more Star Wars movies. And then the same person the next day said, yeah, they're going to boot her out um, sometime in the next year, and you're going to have someone else in charge. I think most people, commentators, whatever – they're guessing. You know, Star Wars has done great under Disney. Mm -hmm. um, they've relied on it for, you know, having a Star Wars movie as their December box office offering was a huge part of their financial year back when they were doing that. Mm -hmm. And yes, you can put some of the blame of not having one in the theater on Kathleen Kennedy, but there are other things going on too. Like you said, you know, she's she's at the age where she can do whatever she wants with her life. She's one of the most successful producers ever. If... The idea is she's out next summer. That's really not kicking her out because that gives her more than six months. Right. Um, I think a lot of what's going on is is just guessing. And I have no doubt that Bob Iger has a better vision than Chapek. And, yeah, anyone would say, okay, let's get movies made. Yeah. That's what this company does. Yeah. And can I, can I say something like, where's, where's all the credit for Kathleen Kennedy for Andor? All the same people that are shitting on her constantly, but say, "Hey, this is this is the kind of Star Wars that I like. This has been great." Well, she's the head of the studio that's bringing you Andor and and green lighting something that's completely different and so mm -hmm. out in wild space. That's no pun intended. Mm -hmm. uh, and also well, for Mandalorian, well. like you guys all love Mandalorian, but you talk shit on Kathleen Kennedy constantly. Well, she brought you Mandalorian, for God's sakes. Well, that's because they claim that she had nothing to do with it. It's bullshit. That it was all Favreau and Filoni. And, uh, yeah, dude, I don't... If Kathleen Kennedy said, went to Bob Iger and said, no way this is going to work. You know, nobody knows this character. Nobody's going to buy this. Right. No. If she, said, if she put the kibosh on it, Iger is going to listen to her. She gave the green light. That's why everything has been made. Not just because Favreau and Filoni were no ones to Bob Iger until Mandalorian came out. Yeah, Fab well, Favreau was. But, but Filoni was somebody that made animated features uh, for a series that was on Cartoon Network. So, I, yeah, I give credit where credit's due. Like, she deserves credit for this. So. Yeah, I agree. Uh, so, 
one of the things they always point to that really hurt the Star Wars films, and they, I mean, they're not wrong, is the whole thing with Solo. And we've had this Make Solo 2 Happen movement, which I'm kind of glad we haven't been seeing that hashtag around. And I love Ron Howard shutting that down at Celebration. <laughs> Hard. Yeah. yeah. Listen, yeah. I, I, I don't have anything to do with that. I can't yeah. make that happen. No. Zip it. But, which, that, I loved that. But so John Kasdan talked about how he would like to come back for a solo sequel, and he'd really want to see Alden Ehrenreich back as solo. Yeah. Yeah. So, and you know what? I would too, man. So would I, man. I I liked that movie. So did I. Oh, yeah, what the hell? It's everybody shit on that movie also. I feel like I'm I'm missing something. Yeah. My main complaint with that movie nowadays is the cinematography. Like just the the color overlay of it. It's everything is so blue. Oh yeah. And yeah. so dark. That's the my one minus. I love everything else about it. But yeah, I don't know, man. But that would be yeah. cool to see. I'm down. You bring yeah. back Donald Glover. Shit. Yeah. I love it. Yeah. Uh, dude, Donald Glover is so good in pretty much everything he does. He's amazing. I see. Yeah, you know, we were, we're big community fans. And so mm. <laughs> we've been watching, mm -hmm. watching that over and over again. And he was so funny in it. Just God, the guy. He's so great. Yeah. So, hang on, let me try to find this real quick. Um, oh, yeah, here it is. So, Gary Whitta was talking about they had an idea for a Star Wars TV show that never went anywhere. And what it was, they had the idea that uh, the show would be between Return of the Jedi and The Force Awakens. And it would see the Rebel Alliance putting together a, a team to hunt down Imperial war criminals. Sort of like they did with the Nazis. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. Yeah, Hiding out, yeah. Yeah, he tweeted this out this morning. I remember seeing it right before lunch. And years ago, my Rogue One co-writer, Chris Weiss, and I had a cool idea for a TV show, blah, 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 blah. And they never did anything with it. Which, that's a bummer, because because now we're going to talk about Andor, just mm -hmm. everything that they've done with that style and that face of the universe that is Star Wars that's outside of when you try to boil down Star Wars, what's the thing you'd say? Oh, Jedi's lightsabers, all this and all that. This show crushed it without any of that. And here we are with the season finale and the powder keg tension they built on that planet with everything going on and everything converging and the son of the shopkeeper making that bomb and like yeah. lighting that whole thing on fire and seeing that Marva was like inciting those people to riot, to rebel, to press in and do this thing. God, just... Oh, I loved everything about it. I loved it. And uh, anyway, I won't go on beat by beat, but King Tom, what did you think of this episode? I thought, that, yeah, this episode, it it had a, you know, it, it's, it's kind of unfair to, because you're always going to compare it to episode 10, um, the the jailbreak episode. Mm -hmm. But oh, yeah. this, this could easily stand on its own right up with it. Um, mm -hmm. You know, the way... Everyone was there 
and it made sense, and everyone had a role to play. Mm-hmm. And the position that it put characters in for next season, what it set up, it, it really was a great payoff. And I think it's I think it's impressive because you know you were talking about how you know there's no lightsabers, um, very few spaceships, and, and all that other stuff. But this show, you know, had great characters, great locations, droids, aliens. It had all that stuff, and yes, that those are elements of Star Wars. But this show was Star Wars because it had people working together to make the galaxy they live in a better place. It had people working off of hope, of the idea that they could make things better. Mm-hmm. And just like a, a great Star Wars show, movie, whatever, the good guys won. You know, I, I was impressed because I was thinking we were going to go into this and someone was going to die. And, you know, in this episode, no one major died. Yeah, yeah, me too. I thought the same thing. And, you yeah. you know, you think dark, gritty, adult... You think it's going to be sad. You think things are going to go bad for our heroes. That didn't happen here. Yeah. Every, all of the plot lines and the way they were converging and even what they did with Mon Mothma, who wasn't involved with what was happening on the planet. She starts that argument with her husband about Mm -hmm. the money. And like I was, that was so clever and so well done the way like the strategy behind that and just the writing for it and her execution of it. And you could tell how gross she felt mm-hmm. afterward and knowing full well that their driver is monitoring her. It, that was really cool. The thing that shocked me the most was seeing Marva's speech. Mm-hmm. This entire season has been big on character monologues. Oh, yeah. And watching her and the way it was going, it was, I mean, plainly she had to have filmed that. The way that it almost makes it look is that it's her spirit. It's her ghost talking to the people. Yeah, right, right. But, you know, I'm sure the idea is that she recorded it before she died. And the whole point was for B2 to play it. Wait, she wasn't a force ghost? Right. <laughs> what? So, but that was really cool. And their whole marching band thing, those two yeah. bands oh, converging, dude. and the way they had the instruments Bro. with just, you know, stuff, the Greeblies glued to them. Yeah. But just the composition of that and the music in this episode. And seriously, Powder Keg is the only yeah. word I can think of to describe how that felt. The tension, I mean, I was on the edge of my seat and not in a joking manner. It was <laughs> killing me. And the choices that Andor made and how, I mean, he just knows the score. Going to Luthen and saying, you came here to kill me, mm-hmm. didn't you? Uh, and understanding the realities of that and knowing that seeing his mom talk about this whole thing in the big picture and that, he was capable of being a part of this and helping. And then they decided that's what he wants to do. And the whole thing with Senta and Vel and like that tension between them, but they're there to do a job too. I I don't know. Just, I loved, I loved it all around. How about, how about Cyril? 
that scene. Now I thought that, they, I thought they were gonna make out, bro. I, was I like, did Don't. too, <laughs> oh, dude. I did too, and I yeah, I didn't see that coming. I didn't either. Well, actually, Randy, I, Randy said that he's gonna he's gonna save her. He's gonna do this crazy save moment. Yeah, and he called it. Yeah, it it was it was really cool. I I kind of wondered if something would happen and he would get in there and bobble it, and she would have the Death Troopers kill him. But that how scary that was with her dropping the gun and her struggling to get oh, up. Yeah, and I thought she was a goner. Yeah, I thought they were gonna rip her apart. Yeah, yeah. I said that. Yeah. I'm like, they're gonna yeah. tear her apart. That yeah. tension was wild. Did you think uh, for the people that have seen Godfather too, Boo, especially you, because you're a big fan? Did you th- think it compared to the procession scene in Godfather Two, where the tension's building while the the marching band is going with the funeral scene, uh, and, and and De Niro is doing his thing, and they cut back to the constantly cutting back to it. It felt very much like Godfather Two. That's interesting. That's yeah. a, I didn't think of it that way, but that's pretty good. Yeah, I, 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 I think it had more tension than Godfather Two. That's for sure. Because I'm just, I'm just waiting. I'm just like, yeah. When is it? And it's just so many things going on. You even yeah. have the Anvil guy. You know. Yeah, I thought he was a goner, him. dude. Oh. oh, I, I thought he was gonna crush him. Crush that Sparta kick was amazing. It was. Yeah, that was, cool. was just like, you just fucking kicked the dude out of the, out of the, out of the, the, the bell, bell tower. tower. Yeah. Cool. Shit, I was like, whoa. <laughs> I love seeing the how that anvil is shaped and why it rings out so much. Mm-hmm. Because when they showed that side profile and it's almost like a Swiss cake roll, mm-hmm. uh, the way it doubles mm-hmm. in and and mm-hmm. it, that was really cool. And how he started doing and how they went ahead and just defied the empire and did that funeral when they damn well yeah, pleased. And right. And all of that. And uh, dude, B2. God, that little guy. He's got balls. Yeah. Yeah. I'm just, I'm in love with him. Relax on the ball talker. (laughs) You know what? uh, One of our our YouTube viewers commented, and it was interesting. It said it's it's really interesting that Andor developed, helped, unwillingly helped develop the thing that actually ended up killing him and he would sacrifice his life to stop mm. which was the death star yeah so that's a great point yeah great point yeah and this, so let's just talk about that that cut scene at the or the uh the post credit scene when we see the death star being assembled and the way they're putting together the uh the, di- the dish into it, and like the pieces of it and how they go together and you see the way they're interlocking those it's either reflector or you could gotta imagine though a, a structure that big they looked like solar panels, and let's face it, you've got this giant thing that has to be powered somehow. I mean, maybe yeah. that's what it was because I would imagine that if that wasn't just for the laser, that the entire inside of that skin could look like that. Because I mean, you'd have to insulate it against the cold harshness of space. <laughs> but uh, I thought it was cool that they had the little crawling bug droids mm-hmm. putting it together mm-hmm. too. I like that was a good that was a good deal. Is it the same type of droids that were helping Luke build the temple? I didn't look at them close enough. They were, I mean, obviously similar in nature just because mm-hmm. of the way they moved. Right, right. I don't. I think those had more boxes. Okay, in the like the body part. Yeah, this one looked more like like uh, spidery. Right. Yeah. 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 
But anyhow, man, banger. The the fact that he went in and rescued Bix, that he wasn't having that, and you know how she's still out of it, uh, and him delivering her to that ship and telling him to get her out of there, and her mumbling that Cassian will find us. Mm-hmm. He always finds us. At a plus. <laughs> but the problem is, we talked about this last night. Is we don't know any of these characters in rogue one so hopefully they all make it next season you know what i mean like randy was pissing me and less off though because he's like he's like that ship's going down that ship's don't blowing up man that ship's blowing up me and less like dude don't even put that out there yeah. in the in the universe man i don't want that ship because we're like what if it takes off that shit just, just shot down that would be awful it's like king tom said we were waiting for something to drop right Something like horrible to happen, and, and luckily it didn't. I'm so happy they all made it off. Yeah, well, I was gonna say, um, well, yeah, we don't know. Right. Saying, like that they could still get boarded or captured. Yeah, that's true. Well, next season's gonna be in Yavin, right? That's what I've heard. Gilroy well, is gonna though. show up. We don't know how yeah, much. Yeah, I don't, there. I don't know. That oh, I, I, the focal point. Oh, okay, because I thought Gilroy said that Yavin's gonna be a huge part of the next season, is what I read somewhere. Um, Maybe but not. yeah, I yeah. Seeing Mon Mothma's daughter meet up with what's his face, and I love that there was no dialogue; it was all music during that. Yeah, which is really cool because there was a lot of cool moments like that in Rogue One. How you've got that chaotic scene of the Hammerhead Corvette pushing that Star Destroyer into the oh, other yeah, one, and it's just yeah. this slow music. Oh, real yeah. forlorn string sound as you're watching it and watching it that, fall down into yeah, the shield. Yeah, that's true. Gate. Yeah, it, it was similar to that, and and watching her face and watching uh, Perennium's face, that uh, yeah, just God, I love the show. <laughs> I am super stoked to, for season two whenever it manages to come out. I feel like there's quite a bit to watch, rewatch in this. Oh yeah, I would love to go back and see it again. I really want to go through and look at that scene where it's been hotly contested between Will and Hawes on Blue Harvest about whether or not Santa wasted that family at the during the uh, the money heist. Oh, all oh, back on Aldani. Yeah, I and, wouldn't be surprised, but I yes. don't think so. She's cold hearted. She she yeah. would her stabbing that, that guy. That this. second one was Wait, was what? purpose. That second hold one was, on, was on, for, for her. That was out of malice. Explain yeah. to Les which family you're talking about. The family that... No, no doubt she's oh. she's a cold-blooded yeah. agent and probably very surgical. You know, like, let's use her to take out a lot of targets. You're talking about the Imperial family. The family that lived on... Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, oh, yeah. So she's they've got yeah. them in that bunker. They take Dad, who ends up dying, yeah. and then you see her walking out at the end with mm-hmm. tears in her eyes. And in my head, if they never give any explanation for it, what I would imagine happening in that situation is that she steals herself up, she kills the the remaining guards, she kills the mom. And then can't bring herself to kill the kid because of what happened to her. And then regrets killing the mom and leaves, leaving that kid there wow. weeping there over his go. dead mom. There you go. That's Damn. story group right there. Well done. But, man. Well done. Anyhow, hot yeah, damn. No, I don't have anything else to say about the episode. Just I loved it. And 
well, I guess the one last thing I'll say is watching the townspeople. That was the most, I, I was so thrilled for them to make that stand and do that whole thing and watching, I can't remember the one guy's name. It wasn't Brasso. It was the other guy getting, shot, getting shot during the, all oh, the, the balding dude. Yeah. Watching him get shot during that, the big scuffle. But hey, um, one thing that I, I hope doesn't happen, Eric, is that people start comparing next season of Mandalorian and Skeleton Crew and anything Star Wars gets put out to this because it's such a different type of show. Um, it's like comparing Miss Marvel to WandaVision. You know what I mean? It, it, it's just completely different. And, and I hope this doesn't become, a, it's going to, I know Randy was laughing because he knows it is. It's going to happen and people are going to talk shit, but yeah, we can't have everything the same. It's just, it's, it's not good for Star Wars. It's not good for any franchise. So be very happy we got this and, and this can spawn off all kinds of cool shit. And well, and Mandalorian's great. And, and the book of Boba Fett, they're all different and, it's a better world if everything's different. Yeah. yeah. If it makes you feel any better, it doesn't seem like the show is doing well enough that they can't. <laughs> no, you're right. Kind of <laughs> exactly, Randy. The new yeah, ironically. is too in your face and people yeah. can't get it because Star Wars is only about spaceships. Mm. Yeah, mm. right. I tweeted out something today. It's, it's not just the best Star Wars show I've seen. It's one of the best shows I've seen in the last five, ten years. Mm -hmm. Like Written, uh, the, the production value, how everything came together with different casts. It's it was phenomenal. Yeah. I have zero complaints about it. And I think that it's something that will catch on in time for yeah. people who didn't yeah, see probably. it. You're going to have the entire season sitting there for the taking. Mm -hmm. And yeah. And 10 years from now, people are, something from Andor is going to pop out on a show, on a movie, and they're going to go, oh my God, they just fucking had an Andor thing. How cool. Yeah. It's like they do with the prequels now. Yeah. All of a sudden, everybody loves the prequels. Yeah. All of a sudden. All of a sudden. Yeah. Does anybody All have any? The whole time I was watching the show, I was just thinking, like, keep politics out of Star Wars, guys. <laughs> just enjoy this show. What's with all the politics? Mm -hmm. Give me yeah, a Star right. War, for God's yeah. sakes. Fascism? Come on. Uh, yeah, really. Well, anyway, anybody got any parting thoughts on this one? Uh, did you see it came out today? Gilroy was giving an interview, and he talked about shooting for season two no did you see that okay so it started this week yeah and it goes through like july or august right seems like a long Damn. time to be shooting yes yeah. that is a long time so maybe, maybe they, they have, have some a lot break. faster if they're using the volume <laughs> they're not we don't talk about the volume anymore yeah. here boo yeah uh, well i they think may, they might have some breaks built in if they're doing like a time jump every few episodes but still right. it seems a long time to have people tied up. I'll do, I'll do directors too, guys. Yeah. It, it yeah. It, episodes, yeah. It does mm. seem like a long time to have people tied up, but at the same time, I mean, what, how long would they be tied up filming a movie? And with between location changes and all of these storylines in there, I can see where they could spread that out. I, it, but it is. It's a lot. It, it, I wonder when is season two supposed to actually come? When's it going to air? 
I saw Steel say something like, we have to wait two years. And I was like, I don't think two years, right? God, I hope not. Um, Maybe 2024 sometime. That would be my guess. Because I think next year is all booked up. Who do they think they are, Game of Thrones? Come on. <laughs> well, well, but boo, you're going to London. You're probably going to see a sizzle reel or something. Because by that time, they'll have some kind of production going. They should, yeah. That's, what, I think it's like four months from now? Yeah, you'll have some substance there. Right around there, four or five. Yeah, something like that. Yeah. How, how, okay, so Mon Mothma didn't want to throw her husband essentially under the bus, make him the scapegoat, but how much did it actually hurt? Because I, no, I, I thought s- she did. She did both. No, no, no. no she, she, did she, she did both. Yeah, she but, did it on yeah, purpose. Yeah. But like, but it's not something that she wanted to do. How bad? How bad did she really feel? How bad did she really feel? You could tell that she's like, "Fuck, I got to do this." But she doesn't want him to die. But if she does hate him, she it does dies, want him gone. Wrong. Yeah. So, so I, yeah, that's a I, major I, 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 like, She's making her her daughter. Oh, yeah, that was like without, that was like that was where the real pain like was. She's That's pretty... yeah, I could see that, and I'm just like Jesus Christ. I'm like, this the price that she's yeah. having to pay to save the galaxy is just. If you need to know if she's committed, yeah. it's right there. Yeah. Just yeah, holy shit. Right. Right. But yeah, but with her husband, I was wondering. I was like, how much of it is is finally like a big fuck you. You're, you're my <laughs> pawn now, and the other part is, all right, I, I don't hate you that much kind of thing. Well, and you make a good point. I think that it's – I don't see him getting in any trouble for this. It's more about her just the smokescreen of yeah. where that money could possibly be switchery. gone. Here's an explanation right. of where that money's gone. And, I mean, they even talk about it. And I don't think but, that kind of – uh, animosity or spite speaks well for Mon Mothma as a character. She doesn't strike me as the kind of character who would do something like that just for the... She would more likely be direct about not liking someone rather than have mm. to... It doesn't. It just doesn't seem like what her character would have inside her. Well, I mean, she doesn't like him. Yeah, I, yeah she doesn't like him, but I don't think she would do that unless yeah i don't think she would make up a lie to get rid of him i think it's more just about i'm going to put a reason why our accounts seem skewed out there so that if it push comes to shove and they do try to figure this out they'll say well you know she said this whole thing about the gambling so yeah yeah we'll see hey real quick here's something that I saw the what King Tom was talking about when Gilroy was talking about filming for Andor. And he said that the a series like Andor takes a lot of visual effects work. And expedited post-production timelines are, are expensive. Well, here's what he said. This is a quote. The only place you can accelerate the process is in post. And the only way you can ex- accelerate in post is with money. And money is tight. So I don't really know. There would have to be some serious motivation next May or June or something. Someone would have to say, wow, we really need this and we're willing to pay X. 
Rogue One proved if you throw money at it, you can do posts really, really fast. It's just very, very, very expensive. Wow. Hmm. And they don't have the viewership right now to justify right. the mo- money being thrown at it. Right. Unfortunately. That's shitty. Hmm. I don't know. I mean, with that like very long um, time that they have all those actors on board, it seems like they are having like a very... Because they're not going to be filming that whole time. It seems like they're going to be kind of building on the run, having like a staggered post-production kind of thing mm. going in order yeah. to get it out and make decisions and have enough leeway. Good point. Because they're starting so quick. Yeah, that's a good point. Yeah, yeah it is a good point. We, well, yeah, but the well, thing is, they've was? been wrapped on shooting this season for a long-ass time. So. Anyhow, hey, we had a, a voicemail from Avery. I think it we had it last week. It might have been about last week's episode, uh, but um, definitely want to get to it. So uh, let's listen to Avery. List Avery here, just calling in, giving my thoughts on some of the pop culture that we've had this last week. Definitely loved this penultimate episode of Andor. Holy shit! Hit right yeah, in the feels from the jump, especially with B two. I've never wanted to hug a droid more. Very nervous for that finale because I don't know what's going to happen. Obviously, Andor is going to go back, maybe to his mother's funeral, and shit's going to hit the fan. Who knows? Crazy. What I thought was interesting is that that's kind of been the theme this past weekend is tackling grief because not only did Andor deal with you know the news of his mother's death, but uh, I just saw Wakanda Forever this past. Friday and I was instantly unhinged at that too emotionally just because they did such an amazing job uh, paying tribute to Chadwick in an emotional way. I wasn't originally on board with Shuri being the new Black Panther but I think it pulled off pretty well. Uh, sorry if that's a spoiler. I, I mean, we kind of all figured at this point. See, less we're both spoilers, <laughs> I guess. Uh, <laughs> but the point is, crazy movie, especially like Riri Williams, like Namor. I think they both stole the show. But, you know, I... I, on, a, on a sour note, not everyone agreed with me at work, and I get it, you know, not everyone's going to like everything, and you can love what you love, as Eric says, our ace job, you know, but the, the thing is, is that it just seems that this year, the negativity towards Marvel has ramped up, with a lot of people saying that Kevin Feige and Marvel really are dropping the ball. I don't agree with this at all. I think we've got great content. I don't understand where all the hate and backlash is coming from, but I saw it with Multiverse of Madness, saw it with love and thunder now seeing it with wakanda forever and you know not even including the reactions to shows like miss marvel or obviously she hulk i know i've asked this question before i know you've talked about it before but what do you guys think do you think we're just in a situation where anything that comes out is going to get ridiculed or going to get backlash or hate and everyone's going to shit all over its quality do you think it's just a norm or do you think honestly i want your opinions do you think that we're just getting lower quality stuff because i i feel like we've gotten a lot of great content this year from both marvel and star wars and i don't know people just kind of suck these days so what do you guys think that's it for me this week you guys take care avery out bye-bye i think uh, avery, avery thank you just calling in oh my thoughts oh, on avery. some pop culture whoa, whoa, whoa. he's not done week. he's not done definitely he just wants to, love he just wants this talk about penultimate ep- yeah he's remembered say hey sithless uh, avery thank you so much buddy appreciate that um i just think you hit the nail on the head right there every, people just suck bro I think it's become American pastime, not American, a world pastime nowadays to shit on things. Uh, people get into it. They make YouTube channels. They get clicks. They get views. They get money. I, uh, it's, it's sexier for them to start talking shit on things. Uh, I, pu- I put something out just like, hey, I love this series. It's been a great series. And somebody put, I hate Andor. 
<laughs> okay i'm all right man that's cool you can hate it if you want to hate it that's cool but like why put the well yeah i was like all right whatever um I see you but yeah but i i don't think feige is i don't think he's doing anything wrong i think we've had a phenomenal run of content things that you comic book fans like that are that are on the sit list here that i'm sure you guys are loving this stuff that's been coming out from marvel um, you know, I'm, I will say that I do think in the I haven't seen uh, Wakanda Forever yet, mm-hmm. but with uh, Multiverse of Madness and Thor, I think those are, mm-hmm. in my opinion, mediocre films. Right. And not, but I just don't think it's that important. I think yeah. right now it's in a spot where they aren't as inspired to the direction they necessarily want to go to. But I don't think it's that important. I think after Secret Wars comes out. I think people are going to, their minds are going to be blown. And I think, uh, I think that's going to change. I think that's going to change. But we did have some clunkers back then, too. I mean, mm-hmm. Thor 2 was, you know, I keep going back to that one. I didn't hate that movie. I know. I, I know. I, every time I say Eric, you, you rebound on that. I know a lot of people didn't hate it. Um, but, it but it wasn't great. It wasn't really good. It was, yeah. It, yeah, yeah. But I, I understand. It wasn't horrible. It's like, you know. But, a lot of these movies haven't been like oh, the Ant Man movies aren't really good. They're, they're entertaining. The first one was funny, yeah. Yeah, it was, it was yeah but I'm saying like like uh, Thor, uh, the newest Love and Thunder. It's funny sometimes. Sometimes, very sometimes. very few, very few moments. Yeah. It happens. Very very few moments. And keep in mind, there was a, there was a pandemic, guys. There did your yeah for or anybody with kids? Did your kids watch Puff and Rock on Netflix? No. You never saw that? It's very I don't cute. Think so. It's no. it's it's for little kids. Uh, puffin rock. It's these puffin l- rock. little puffins that live on oh. puffin rock, and they learn how to share and interact with people with the other animals and learn about danger and stuff. But there's a guy who narrates it, and he's got and I'm not sure what his accent is. It's New Zealand, I think. Mm. But he is the the guy that Natalie Portman goes out on the date with in that movie. I'm like, oh, my God, his voice sounds so familiar. Uh-huh. It's him. Okay. So none of that matters if you've never seen Puff and Rock, and I should probably just have stopped as soon mm. as you said no. Yeah, it's all good. What do you think, Les? To be honest... Mm. He's like, I wasn't listening. I'm just kidding. Yeah, I completely <laughs> forgot. You guys all took it. So, no, no, no. What was ta- the question? The, the Avery was talking about uh, Feige. Uh, is content worse off over the last year? Marvel content, especially. Are people just hating just to hate? Well, I think they've just added more or went down a new avenue with the uh, Disney Plus shows. So it's like, they're in an uncharted territory, I guess. So, I mean, if you look at it that way, it should help with uh, swallowing down whatever they do produce. But most of the stuff has been pretty good. Also, I got to tell you, talking into this mic and hearing this is, is fucking me up. Like, it's totally jacking me up. <laughs> is it really? Yeah. Oh, you can hear yourself? I can hear myself. It's oh, you I sound slow. Yeah, I'm like... Oh yeah, you uh, shouldn't. You around. shouldn't have to hear yourself. That's that's not good. Uh, anyways, yeah, that's not good. Nah, I think it's fine. We'll get there. Iger's back. Maybe we'll get more movies. Uh, the process spread up. 
instead of, I mean, sped up, mm-hmm. not spread up. Oh, I'm done. <laughs> I think the, the TV a... shows are inspired, though. Yes, they like, are. Like the yeah, whole, they're good. They're absolutely they inspired. Like or not, that's an inspired show. Like there's a direction there. There's an idea that they were trying to make happen. I just don't feel like the movies necessarily. Again, haven't seen Wakanda forever, but the Thor movie and uh, Multiverse of Madness didn't feel like they had directions. Mm-hmm. Right. Well, the Thor movie for sure. It, yeah. Uh, it was good though. I will say it was good. It visually looked good. Hmm. Hey, it's it's job like what you like. Thor and Black Adam. Hey, come on, come on, bro. Yeah, just saying. But Wakanda Forever was pretty solid. It was. It was a good movie, just, man. I, I get it, what people wanted, and again, you lose the star quarterback. The team definitely s- steps back. You know, they go down a level. So we have to deal with that. That's what sucks about it. Yeah. Would it have been, it would been really cool to see Chadwick and uh, Namor, to see uh, Tenoch Huerta, them going at it, you know, and like acting and playing off each other. But this is what we got to deal with, man. Hey, man. Listen, like I said before. Imagine 15 years ago, right? We're sitting there and you tell us in the future that all of this shit's coming out. Right. <laughs> like, the other thing. just enjoy yeah. it and shut the fuck oh, up. Yeah. The grift is still real. Like, yeah. Oh, yeah. Things <laughs> both exist. Fucking Jesus. Like, both these things Lord. can't exist. And they could. Be completely true. Yeah. I get it, but just fucking enjoy it. And don't go watch it if you don't like it. And don't turn it on. But if you don't like it, just shut up. Yeah, just shut thing. up. Just say, <laughs> I don't like it. Let's hey, man, I appreciate that tweet. I don't like Andor. Okay, cool. You didn't go on for a fucking a whole three, four chapters about why you didn't like it. You not just said you didn't like it. it. Not giving Or get mad at no? you, you that? for liking no, no. it. No, if, no. If someone says, hey, I like something, it's not an invitation for you to go, well, I didn't. Right. Oh, that's true. That's true. <laughs> like, yeah, so you know, I know that <laughs> that message was directed at me. I just want you to know I didn't. Yeah, I didn't like it. Like, yeah, that's true. Up. Yeah, shut up. Go join a fucking park activity or something, man. Yeah. Take some <laughs> classes at the Y. Yeah, <laughs> seriously. Find something to justify your Yeah, Yeah, I don't. That is weird. If you man. listen to the show, sorry. Yeah, it's, yeah, yeah, we love you. I, I it, it, That is a weird thing. And it's sort of like with Facebook when you post your flaming political rant on there and then somebody replies. Okay, on one hand, was that an open invitation to debate this? Mm-hmm. It, it, and if it felt like one, you've probably really wasted your time assuming that people were going to care right. about right. this. Oh, my God. I told talked about this on The Motivators, but I actually saw something that I wanted to comment on because it, out, it enraged me to see just how stupid people were. But you'll never guess what it was. It was an Amazon review. Okay. For the power supply for a laptop. And the guy's complaint was is that he never saw the wattage all at that was advertised on the thing. It was a sixty five watt laptop power supply. Mm-hmm. And he was complaining that he's got a hub that tells you how much current is being drawn on the thing. 
now mind you, I just said something very important there. And he said it never goes up to 65. That's bull crap, man. Okay, <laughs> well, so wattage is the measurement of exactly what I said, how much current is being drawn. Mm-hmm. If you don't tax the thing at 65 watts worth, you'll never see it say 65 watts. <laughs> it's not right. voltage. Yeah. It's the measure of work being done by the voltage. That's what wattage is. It's power. And so, yeah, if you want to see your computer's power supply do its maximum, plug in bus-powered crap to every USB mm-hmm. port, turn your screen brightness up as far as it'll go, mm-hmm. and then open like every Adobe application you have on your computer at one time. Yeah. And then... The most out of your power supply? Yeah, then you'll then you'll see 65 watts. Right. And I was dying to just write a novel about, here's how electricity works. And I thought, no. <laughs> That's almost... Uh, yeah. That, that is a waste though, like, of my time. This person is in an open forum like saying something that if they take it without offense, you've explained this to them. Right. But, you know, when someone says, hey, I enjoy something, I don't think that's an open invitation to say, well, I don't. Right. You're wrong. Like, if you have a yeah. political opinion, I mean, on an open forum, then you're you're getting into a political debate. Like, someone has the right yeah. to, like, yeah, argue yeah, 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 yeah. But just pissing on someone's parade yeah right. without any substance just saying i don't yeah. Yeah. it's pointless that's the thing that that has yeah. no point well you're trying exactly. to start yeah. you're trying to start something yeah. is what you what well, it's like this uh, ego kind of thing to even get into that right we got an email from our boy dan hello sith fuckers since you guys are obsessed with jimmy cameron we're not obsessed with jimmy cameron buddy fuck you jim which film do you love more, Aliens or T2? I personally couldn't stand Aliens and love T2 more than my dog. <laughs> That's awesome. Anyway, love you by Dan, not Andy. Darth Bane's Deceptionist. True lies. Oh. <laughs> oh, man. Interesting. I agree with him. I was never a fan of Aliens. Like, just how much, like... That movie is so responsible for the way, like, every action movie <laughs> after the fact went. Yeah. And especially that it came after Alien. Oh, Alien was but such a T2, great T2? T2 is freaking awesome, dude. Oh, T2 dude. is awesome. T2, Between those two, I'd say T2. Yeah. yeah. T2, T2 came out at, like, the perfect time <laughs> for me to enjoy that movie. Kind of like Return of the Jedi. I was the perfect age to enjoy Ewoks and all that stuff. But right. T2, man, hit all the marks. It had yeah. the Guns N' Roses in the soundtrack. Mm-hmm. It had banger uh, song. Yeah, it had Danny Cooksey in there, mm-hmm. and uh, it just everything about it was great. The dude from uh, X Files playing the the melting the the metal guy. Mm-hmm. I mean, just good lord, it was Robert good. Patrick. Yes, yeah. Yeah. and yeah, I I loved T two. I've seen that movie so many times. Yes. Likewise. That's yeah. an epic film, man. Yeah. And, and again, the one like reason like where he, like James Cameron is like he deserves respect. He did make T2. He made The Abyss too, man. The Abyss was a great movie too. I don't care. He made T2. Yeah, he did make T2. But something about aliens screams uh at the lunch table and you're like if I had a gun, I would have just killed that thing right away. So you no, Aliens was a good film. Dude. That was a, that was a banger too. But he just took it further. With yeah, the, when you um, compare it with those two, yeah. 
But he took it further with the like walking robot crane yeah, yeah, kind yeah. of and thing. All, like, Take the that, you stereotypes. Bitch. Yeah. I'm the real like uh, Oh yeah, the uh, big buff dude with the mm-hmm. I'm the military <laughs> girl and I, I don't take shit from anyone. <laughs> I'm the dumb guy. Yeah, it's still still Blinking at it both of those Every movies for movie me are that. awesome. But Alien I'm sorry, so man. Good. They're awesome. I'm not yeah, saying it, it, uh, T2, dude. T2. T2. Yeah, T2. And True Lies. Did True Lies Cameron? Hey man, his his words, his uh He's asking to be canceled. He's like trying to do that complicated thing, right? Well, him and Tarantino right now are like trying to like get piss people off on purpose. That's what I'm saying. It's like he has this body of work. You you mm-hmm. shouldn't deny it, but he wants us to. He wants us to put him on that back burner. Right. And it's like, come on, just make your movies. Do your thing. You don't have to be that. <laughs> just make guy. your movies. Jim. I don't like it. Um, well, thank you, buddy. We appreciate the email. Um, and uh, thanks for the soundbite. Anytime I can do that soundbite, I, I appreciate it. Boo, you have a couple of boo bits that we can end this thing with? Um, are you there, Boo? Say hi, Boo. Oh, Boo. Boo. Boo, you're not, you're not there anymore. You're snowy. You're snowy and you don't have any volume. <laughs> and you're still trying to talk. We you can't don't have hear you. Wattage in that power supply, no, bro. The 65 watt has not yeah, been hit. Yeah, there it went. There yeah. it went. Boo, I think you're lost. That's okay. We can save the boo bits for, for next time. Our war uh, correspondent is working a bad condition. You know what the funniest part of last night? Funniest part of last night. Before we recorded, we got a we got a message in our DM group, our Sithless DM group, and it said, Boo said, hey, the runtime is 54 minutes, and there's going to be an end of credit scene. Right, so we're doing the reaction oh, video, and the credits are rolling and rolling. And I and I left this in there for the full Patreon edit, by the way. Rolling, and after three minutes, we're like, we th- I think Boo just now booed us watching this fucking show. He he now booed us on a reaction, and we really <laughs> thought that you fucked with us, Boo. Uh, so, but luckily that that scene did come. But that was Try hilarious. Try to relog on, Boo. Yeah, Boo, uh, go off and come back on. Yeah. Yeah, there you go. So we had some technical difficulties tonight. Um, yeah, and I blame Thanksgiving. That's it. There's no other reason. I think you I still have any balls. Out. I have balls. They're just snipped off. I mean, my balls aren't snipped off. My vast deference, I think, is mm-hmm. cut. Yes, that's the proper term. Yes, they they cut those in there. I was thinking, like, are they just? They're like because they cut them, like splice them, right? And they just hanging in there. No, they tie them. They actually tie them in a little knot. Oh, did they? That's why I heard mm-hmm. so bad. Yeah. No, nope, still can't hear you. No, boo. still can't hear you, Boo. That's okay. That might be better for the show, actually. No, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding, buddy. I love boo I was, bits, man. I, boo bits is like takes us in uh, to great yeah, places. Yeah, I like the bits. But Boo's gone. King Tom's gone. Uh, I don't know what's going on tonight, but um, hey, that's okay. We can end it right here. We got uh, oh, what I was telling you about Tarantino. Um, he came. I mean, this might have been in a boo bit. He said. Uh, Marvel actors aren't movie stars. Captain America is the star, not Chris Evans. So he said it's the part of the Marvelization of Hollywood. Is you have all these actors who have become famous playing these characters. Tarantino said, I have a problem with this because isn't that what acting is? Yes. I mean, yes. I, like, what the fuck is he talking about? 
Yeah. What are you talking about? I love you, Quentin. I do. I love your movies. But what the fuck are you talking about? Marlon Brando became Marlon Brando because of On the Waterfront and The Godfather and all the thousands of other movies he, he portrayed. He, it wasn't because of Don Corleone, uh, that character that made Marlon Brando. Like, I don't understand what... This makes no sense. So is he mad that Jamie Foxx will be called Electro and Django in the same sentence? And he doesn't want that association? I don't know what he's talking about, man. I don't know. He just pissed. You know why? A lot of people, a lot of these actors, I mean, a lot of these directors are really upset because their type of films aren't making a lot of money in the landscape of of movies today and box office. We'll see with, with Ryan Johnson's film. That's going to be a really big test because it's not a franchise film. And we'll see how it does. Because yeah, I think over the last two years, nothing has made money other than franchise films. Right. And it's, so you need to expect, uh, swallow the pill. But That's if it wasn't for these movies, there wouldn't be movie theaters out anymore. It's no. what people are paying money to go see. Yes. yes, that's yes. exactly right. That's it. So they're the event. Spielberg's talked shit on it too. Scorsese's talked shit on it because they. But Spielberg makes he doesn't make franchises, but he makes. Well, yeah, he does. He did Jurassic Park, and he yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Produced Jurassic Park. Everybody's at the card table. And Indiana, then Indiana Jones. Shit. <laughs> Everyone uh. is sitting there with an extra ace up their sleeve, and it just some backfire, and some win them all the chips. It doesn't, it, it, it's like saying Harrison Ford became popular only because he was Han Solo. Uh, yeah. Yeah, he's Han Solo and he was fucking Indiana, Indiana Jones. Jones. And that let him do a thousand other movies. So I don't, I don't get it. But um, Boo, you, you're still not available, right? Hello, Boo. Can you say hi? Oh, yeah. Well, at least Patreon can see your face, Boo. Didn't Jennifer Lopez say something too? To Boo? No, about uh, the Marvels, the MCU and superhero movies, because her um, movie with the, uh, her movie just flopped too. I'm sure, I'm sure she just pissed nobody's asked her. Uh, wow, Randy's gone too. Something's going on tonight, guys. Let's just get through it. Maybe it was you being in house here with us, like threw the balance off less. I'm I'm out. I'm out of it completely. <laughs> disoriented. Well, guys, we'll end it right here. It's Thanksgiving Eve. We are so thankful that you guys listen to us and tune in. And I'm thankful I have you fine gentlemen with me every week doing this. This has been so awesome for 329 episodes. And um, even though I'm not a huge Thanksgiving fan, um, I am thankful for a lot of things. And um, mm-hmm. um, Randy, you're back, voice-wise at least? Yeah, I, I guess that's about it. Yeah, that's okay. It's just it's one of those nights. It's the, the traffic on the freeway of, of Thanksgiving traffic. Uh, oh, by the way, before we leave, plane trains and automobiles, Boo, you're going to be very happy about this, even though you can't really respond. Um, they're coming out. I think this might have been a Boo bit. Yes? Yes? Okay. They're coming out with their 4K version of their film, and it's been legendary. Uh, there's been these urban myths about these scenes that have been in the movie that got cut. Um, John Hughes, 72 minutes are going to be put in this 4K. Which is going to be rad. And I heard oh, dang. Yeah, I can't wait. I heard there's a scene where John Candy is eating a hot dog and smoking a cigar at the same time. And it's like champion. And it's like legendary. So that's going to be in it too. So I think that's coming out for Thanksgiving weekend. So Black Friday, that shit. And um, Boo, where can... Oh, no, sorry, Boo. At Sithless Boo. That's where you can find him. 
and enjoying a lot of turkey. Uh, Les, where can people find you other than my house? <laughs> On Twitter at lesismore 78 And see, I'm, see I, I can't. Pull your yeah. headphones off while you talk. Oh, yeah, there you go. Thank you, Eric. <laughs> That's okay. <laughs> damn. God damn. God damn. <laughs> we... Man. That is so Shit. true. That is so true. <laughs> Are you kidding me? <laughs> Oh, man, that's funny. You can also find me on this podcast, getting life lessons at the very last moment, but... Oh, uh, yeah. I can't, though. I can't talk about him, King Tom. <laughs> King Tom, but we could talk about less right now, but I can't. I'm in the same room. Oh, man. I'm okay. just kidding. <laughs> Randy, where can people it's find you? It's all good. And, and... Find me on uh, YouTube.com slash The Sith List, where we do reactions to all the shows that we like watching, or you can go to Twitch.tv slash Cursing User. Yeah. You can hear him also playing some phenomenal watch music me. there. Just watch me. Just watch him. Play video games. King Tom, by the way, I talked to Haas. Um, I just want to say I talked to Haas, and he's the best. <laughs> That's all I want to say. King Tom Chansky, where can people find you? You talked to Haas, but I was on Blue Harvest last week. Oh, shit. So there you go. <laughs> uh, we we just got big-timed, fellas. Wow. <laughs> go ahead, oh, King Tom. Where, be like, where, where can people find you? I'm sorry, King Tom. I'm sorry, I, King Tom. I deserve that. I, I, I deserve that. That's right. Uh, Patreon shows for Steel Wars, Blue Harvest, Bad Motivators. And you can find me on Twitter and The Hive at Tom Chance. Yeah, The Hive! Going through my uh, creative uses for ice packs. Oh, trust. I can nice. give you a couple. That's for sure. Um, it looks like I'm wearing a gas mask right now, by the way, down there. That's how the ice packs look. It's not, not fun. Um... <laughs> The Hive. I'm on the Hive too, which What's is uh, it's re- refreshing. Uh, it's a um, Beyonce fan club uh, social media. Thing. <laughs> I'm just kidding. No, it's like it's uh, Twitter, but not as um, repulsive. Yeah. yeah, it's not as Elon Musky. There's no polls. He's putting out a poll every fucking five minutes. This fucking guy. Yeah, The Hive. Check us out. At Sitlist is what I'm at. Um, so please come and follow. Uh, Eric Struthers, where can people find you? <laughs> you can check out my other podcast, Dinner with the Healers, all about Bluey that I do with my family. You can check out my other other podcast, The Bad Motivators, that I do with my buddy Luke Cruiser. We just had 301 episodes, so we came back for more. We're just glutton for punishment. Check out twitch.tv slash mouserat2217. And follow me on Twitter at Eric Struthers and pretty much any other platform at the same. Yeah, he'll be on Hive soon, too. I'm already there. See? There it is. Thanks for I just don't me. even have a p- profile picture. <laughs> I was like, but by God, I got that at. It's all yeah, I care about. It's all that matters. All right, guys. Find me at the Sith List wherever you uh, um, social media yourself, I guess you could say. And check us out on YouTube. Check us out on uh, SithList.com for all happenings of the Sith List, including the new Save Ferrick shirt, which is... Uh, Selling hotcakes. I'll have to get one of those. Six shirts. <laughs> That's hotcakes for us. Trust. Yeah. Trust yes. me, man. I get Trust. it. Trust. Yeah. All right, guys. We'll catch you next week. Happy Thanksgiving. Gobble, gobble. Yes, I speak Turkish. We'll catch you next week. Episode number 330. Right here. On the...